Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with one rental at a time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag one rental at a time. Now on with the show. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks. Michael Zuber, one rental at a time. It is Wednesday and we have the one and only Adrian Hernandez with us. How you doing, sir? Let's go. I'm excited, man. I'm excited and I feel a little underdressed you, you, you rocking the the good suit today yeah yeah <laughs> maybe i'll maybe i'll take off the jacket after the first one but since uh, i started i'm gonna keep it on no it looks good you look good i appreciate that hey man what i wanted to talk about in this first video with you is i think the next year is going to be very different than the last two so let me explain i think the last two years uh it has generally speaking been easy to flip properties right? Especially lipstick flips where you're not adding square footage, you're just changing the inside. Uh, You know, it's been hard to find the deals, but if you locked it up and you got them, it was pretty good market, especially last year. Yeah. It's hard to lose. Hard to lose. When the market is bailing you out to the tune of 20% a year, it's hard to lose. Yes, exactly. Even the mistakes you're making. (laughs) Oh my God. I had to keep it an extra two months. Congratulations. You got 5% appreciation. (laughs) Crazy, crazy. I think the next year is going to be harder. I think the next 18 months could be harder. I see rising rates eventually dampening demand. I know it doesn't feel like it today, but it will in the future. I think in the future, higher rates will actually mean less people sell. So real estate agents, you need to get ready for less listings because why would you move, right? Why are you going to move from house A to highest B? when the cost is more hundred grand and the rates two points. It's, it, I mean, it's, it's, there's a lot of people that are used to 6.1 million existing home sales. What are you going to do if it falls below 5 million, right? There's going to be a lot less agents, a lot less mortgage brokers, but I want to talk about investors here. I think, I think this is the year where it's not as easy, where yeah. it's important to join up, learn, find somebody that's really doing the business who, oh, by the way, has been in the business more than a couple of minutes. Uh, Cause if you could survive this, then you're, you're off to the races, but yeah, I'm, I'm really nervous about all the people jumping in now looking at the last two years, like the last two years were normal. Let me be clear. The last two years were not normal. Nope. What do you think? Yeah. And I think it's interesting because I see a lot of brand new wholesalers, flippers, right? They uh, bought a course and they think that they are God because they had four or five easy deals, right? Because it's not that difficult. If you're prospecting and you're on the phones right now, it's not that difficult to find a deal. And nonetheless, if you buy that deal, it's not that difficult to, it may be difficult to find the contractor, but it's definitely not difficult to resell that property. Mm-hmm. And I think the importance of having a good culture, having been a part of a community that is able to help you through these changing times that we're about to go through, it's, I believe, more important than any course. I believe it's more important mm-hmm. than any book. I believe it's more important than any, anything that you're going to learn outside of you collaborating and, and masterminding with other people. Mm-hmm. I think of your community one rental at a time. 
I think of that strong community as everybody helping each other throughout these times that we're about to go through. Now, it's interesting because we had a call yesterday mm-hmm. and you were talking, you were answering questions and I had some, some people text me afterwards. They go, should we be scared? Should we like pull back? Should we stop participating in marketing? Should we stop doing mm-hmm. as much knowing that there could or can't be something about the change? And my first question was, are you a part of a community? Right. Are you masterminding with other people? Are you bouncing these ideas off of other people to get an idea of what they're seeing? There's a quote. If you want to go fast, go alone. Yeah. If you want to go far, go with others. And I think that everybody has been running really fast. They've been getting to where they're going very fast lately. Mm-hmm. Well, now this is no longer about to be a sprint, ladies and gentlemen. We're about to go through a marathon. And mm-hmm. are you prepared? Do you have the right crew? Do you have the right staff to help you carry you through that marathon? Yeah. It's when I th- interesting. Yeah, when I think about the community of one rental at a time or the Ascend event that I was at or Squad Up, all these all these groups that I'm lucky enough to be a part of, what's really important about them is you have everybody speaking the same language, everybody doing the work, and everybody sharing and helping each other, right? The best way to see how a market changes or to see an opportunity that you might be missing is to be in a community with others doing it. If you're relying on a course or a book that was written in a different environment, and let's be very clear, a book written today was written with experience from two years ago. Right. You're going to be solely out of touch. It is that day, like one rental at a time, daily communication, right? Yeah. You're staying on top of it. You're asking questions. And we guarantee you will be the first to see the change. Oh my God, inventory in my buy box went from nine to 12. That, that might not sound like a difference, but it started two years ago at 40 and went all the way down to six. Now it goes six to nine, nine to 12. It's like, oh, we will get excited because we know the real estate slowdown is coming and we can find those great deals, those motivated sellers. So you're so right. You've, you've got it. Don't, this is not a time to go alone. The no. last two years, no problem. Again, you could do it all wrong and come out ahead. I'm suspecting <laughs> the next two years are not going to be like that. No, no. And, and, and I see a lot of people that are going to not want to change, that are going to think that they know it all, that they're yeah. going to think that the last two years uh, made them a, a uh, public figure, as we see on Instagram. Yeah. And I, I think it's going to be an issue. I think it's going to be a big issue. And now, ladies and gentlemen, is not the time to be trying to figure things out. We had two years to figure things out. Now is not the time to figure things out. We need to be a little bit more methodical about what we're doing. And we definitely need to be masterminding and communicating with other people in other markets to see what they're seeing that we're not seeing. So, you know, it's interesting. I, we're, I mean, we wholesale a lot of houses, but lately I've been seeing that a lot of these houses that we're wholesaling, there should be no reason why we're not buying them ourselves and or trying to find a way to flip them in other areas. So like I Mm. stick to a core area, like San Bernardino County, right? Right. So I call Omar yesterday, and this is the importance of having a community, having people around you. I call Omar and I'm like, look, dude, we just gave away eight deals to eight other investors. There's my, my resources only go so far. How do we squad up? How do we come together? And instead of me selling these off to other investors, how do we do this together? 
How do we JV on, on these buy and hold? How do we JV on? So, and mind you, these are completely out of my area. They're more closer to Omar. Mm-hmm. It makes sense. He's right in that market. So yeah. now what him and I are going to do is joint forces on things that we weren't able to take down before on areas that I wasn't able to go into because of the squad up, because of the community, one rental at a time, everything that, you know, Michael's created and, and different ways that I've been, uh, I've been able to communicate, collaborate and bounce ideas off with other people that has drastically you know, like the Omar example, that has drastically not just increased the level of production and income, but it really helps increase the knowledge because now he's going to start sharing stuff with me that he's mm-hmm. seen in Lucerne Valley, that he's seen in Joshua Tree, that he's seen in Barstow, that I'm not seeing. Right. And what's that going to do? It's only going to allow me to be able to go out, serve more sellers, help more people because I'm that much more knowledgeable about what's going on in other markets. Yeah. The and, other th- go ahead. I was just going to say in the book in the you guys may hear screaming right now and that's because they're finishing a role play call and they're screaming their affirmation so you may or may not catch that. Okay. <laughs> but in th- but in the book Think and Grow Rich Napoleon Hill talks about the importance of a mastermind. For anybody that's read Think and Grow Rich, if you haven't go and read it. Uh, but I also want you to, if you have read it, go back and reread the chapter on a mastermind. Mm-hmm. Reread the chapter on what he talks about on on frequency and energy and the way that that happens in a mastermind. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. it's, it's interesting because the clues are there. I just think we got to follow them. Yeah, the big thing for me, again, having been through several changing cycles, right? I, it, it, it's happening again. And people, a lot of people don't really, there will be a lot of people who think they have the Midas touch that are going to get got. Yep. The importance of being in a community with other like-minded people that are, it's the key is like-minded. All are doing the work. All are speaking the same language. Not only can they help you move forward, but they can help you avoid a mistake. Yep. And that is the thing that I saw last time. I, I knew there was, a, there was a guy that I talk about all the time that was worth $10 million, eight figures. And he didn't take a couple of small losses. He thought he was right. He had been right for so long. He didn't take a couple of small losses, which for him were about 50 or 60 grand. And those losses eventually caused other losses and he lost everything. He had to declare bankruptcy after losing his entire portfolio and getting divorced. It just, it's not a good scenario. And I, that gentleman in a community like we're a part of, he would have heard other folks of his size go, dude, get out, get out. Maybe it would have saved him. Maybe he wouldn't be worth 10. Maybe he would have been worth seven or eight, but it would have been, it would have been better. Yeah. And it's interesting that you talk about that because I think about you know, my uncle in 2005, six, seven, right before the crash, he had a multi-million dollar real, uh, real estate company. Now it was made from lending, right? Mortgage was his primary business. Mm-hmm. They did real estate, but it was mortgage. Uh, and I remember I would go in and I was TCing for my dad at like 13, 14 years old. And I remember I would go in and I would see these paychecks that my uncle was getting. He was making three, four, five, six hundred thousand dollars $600,000 a month, just wow. killing it right? Had the big house, had every single car that I, you know, that, that I like, he had it, right? And so he was a big role model for me growing up. And then the market crashed. And not only did my parents, but I saw him go from what I thought was everything to absolutely nothing. Mm -hmm. And I started to look at, 
who it's interesting because this took me a little while to, you know, to figure it out. But and then I started to look at, well, what were they doing that other people I know that were killing it while they were losing everything, they were still doing business. What was the difference? Mm. Well, the difference was, is that they were surrounded by other people that weren't just going through the same thing, but they were learning how to pivot. They mm. were trying different things that helped them like get an REO account, right? Like yeah. figuring out different ways to get deals under contract versus the traditional way. And it's interesting, Michael, because in 2000 and when I, I got into the business at, uh, so 2012, I went to work for him to do telemarketing. Mm. Um, he had, you know, done everything he can to keep his mortgage company alive. It was a small little office. He had about three or four people in there. And I remember going to do telemarketing and nothing changed. Mm. They were still operating the same way. They were wow. still doing the same exact things that I remember from three years before that, four years before that. They, n- n- none of their processes, procedures, none of their ways to get new deals changed. They were still relying on the things that got them and that got them business in 2004, 2005, and 2006. And then I see guys like Ty Leon Guerrero, who sold 300 houses in 2019. Wow. Jeez. And I go... What's the difference? Yeah. The difference was the power of the mastermind. Mm -hmm. The difference was the power of the people. The difference was the fact that it wasn't just, oh, well, I'm going to stick to old tricks. It's what do we need to do to innovate? Because business, how to grow a business lies in two different forms. Mm -hmm. It lies in innovation or marketing. And unless we are innovating and changing our market based on the market dynamics, then we're going to continue to get what we've always gotten. And I had to, t- it took me years to look at that and go, holy shit. Now the mortgage company doesn't exist anymore at all. all right. Had he been around, like you said, some people that he can bounce ideas off of, that he can pivot, maybe like your friend, yeah. he would still have some net yeah. worth. Yeah, it's, it's really interesting. Again, I, I, having experienced this before and had pain, I know there will be others that won't listen. They think they're special. They think they have the Midas touch. You don't. The rules apply. Supply and demand apply everywhere. Get it. This is the time to get in a group, to do the work, speak the same language, ask questions. This is the time I would give time before I would do money, right? It's, it's get, this is, and the other thing to realize, this is like pain is coming, but also let's be very clear. Like you're like, it was your uncle, right? Yes. I guarantee you, your uncle sold some of those tricked out cars for pennies on the dollar. Pennies. Pennies. So again, realize that I see pain coming, but I'm also excited, as bad as that sounds, because I positioned myself to get ready to be very creative and to do more deals in a recession. I'm just nervous about people coming in and not appreciating that the next year is not like the last year. So do the work, join the groups, get after it. This is the best time. Most of my net worth came by being built in recession. So yeah, do the work and join some groups. Yeah. And what, what do they say? It's uh, and I, when there's, I hate to use this analogy, but it's, it's pretty spot on when there's blood on the streets, there's money to be made. Absolutely. There's no question. For, for those that know where to find it. Yeah, exactly. Know how to so, take. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Stick to communities guys. If you want to go fast, don't be a part of a community. Matter of fact, get off, get off the video right now. Just go do something else. Have fun. But if you want to go far, ladies and gentlemen, if you guys really want the next five to 10 years to really, really be something that 
you have been trying to create, if you want some, the next five to 10 years to be different, get involved in communities. Absolutely. Watch more of Michael's videos and take more of his advice because that's what I'm doing. <laughs> Adrian, how can people find you? Uh, yeah, you can find me on Instagram at Adrian Hernandez. You can also find me on YouTube, Adrian Hernandez. Uh, and then TikTok. Dude, you'll be, you'll, uh, I haven't told you this, but I had a TikTok hit 1.4 million views. Dude! Which was awesome. And it's me talking to a cop, teaching him uh, or explaining the process of a wholesale buy and hold, the whole, th a sub two, and it, it went viral. It was super cool. There you go. There you go. Go get cop in your TikTok videos and you'll do okay. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. <laughs>